Uh-oh, this thing's on. Hey everybody, this is Ty Eden, and this is The Tybo Show. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to my uh, next uh, episode here. This is going to, I think what I'm going to start doing is, is as I do these real estate uh, pieces, it's going to be maybe referred to as my real estate corner. Uh, so some tidbits for buyers, sellers, and investors of real estate. Uh, try and share some of my wisdom and knowledge um, about different aspects of that process. So in today's episode, what we're going to talk about are, um, you know, things that you, as a seller, so this is going to be for sellers, this is going to be uh, for staging a home that, uh, that you currently own, that you want to do maybe a quick sale. Everybody's got a different idea what a quick sale is, and you want to be careful of that because a quick sale could mean that an investor is going to come knocking at your door, offering you um, maybe 50% of what the house is worth and uh, wanting to close in 10 days and giving you cash. Well, if you're in that kind of a situation, you know, that's an excellent opportunity. Um, if you've got some time and you feel that your home is worth a lot more and you need a lot more of that money of what the house is actually worth, then you want to turn those folks away. The idea here with a quick sale is you want to have your, your home on the market for 60 days, 120 days at the most. You don't want to have your house out there for six months to a year. I mean, I see some houses out there that are 18 months, 19 months, and not a lot going on. And staging a home properly can uh, really help with accelerating uh, that process of selling the home. Because what you're doing is, is um, you're actually making that home more appealing to a buyer because they can actually envision themselves in the home based on how you've got it staged. So you want to you want to present the home in its best light, and uh, again you want to you want to have those buyers imagine themselves in the home living there. So a couple of things in the process before you actually start staging the home is you might want to consider and price a paint job throughout the entire uh, interior of the house. Uh, it's amazing what a paint job can do. To just uplift the whole feeling of the house. And then the second thing, again, depending on your budget, is if you've got wall-to-wall carpeting in different rooms, you know, throw down some new carpeting. It doesn't have to be the highest grade carpeting that's out there, but you know, you can find a middle-of-the-road carpet that is going to also give it that nice fresh feel when you have some new carpeting, you know, in the house as well. So, you know, what, what's, uh, let's kind of dive in here and kind of talk a little bit about what, what staging a home really mean. Um, well, what you want to do is, is you want to basically strategically arrange your, your furniture and any decorating that you've done so that it looks its best while you've got the home listed, while, while you're selling the home. Um, this may involve, you know, refreshing your own belongings, maybe getting some of your own stuff out of there and renting some furnishings um, and some decorations. 
and you just want to do that temporarily, just while the, sh the home is being listed. Obviously, once you get an offer on the home and it looks like it's going to go through, then you know, stop the uh, the rental charges and get that furniture out of there. If that's a, an avenue, if that's a, a choice that you choose choose to do, um, when you do you know rent some furniture, you're gonna it's gonna be something where it's gonna make the home and the and and everything look a lot newer and a lot fresher. So <clears throat> first, you know, let's let's understand why you want to stage your home. So according to a National Association of Realtors survey back in 2017, God, it's two years ago, but the real estate industry is always slow in reporting a lot of its information. I mean, I just put out a newsletter and I'm only citing information from February and we're almost into April. So, uh, you know, it takes a while to get numbers collected and and uh, be able to report accurately to to those folks out there that are interested in the statistics. But the NAR found that 94% of buyer's agents believe that staging affects most buyers of a new home. And actually, 77% of the buyer's agents say that staging the house makes it easier for people to visualize the property as theirs. So it's very interesting statistics there. Again, you want that buyer to imagine that it's their stuff that's in the house and, and that they are actually living in the house. So if you stage it properly, you got a good chance of being able to get closer to that price that maybe that realtor is set for that home. Um, so it can actually increase the perceived sales price on the home. Um, <clears throat> another NAR survey 29% of sellers' agents said that the sales price for staged homes were between 1% and 5% higher than unstaged homes. Hmm, interesting. So staged homes sell faster as well. 39% of the sellers' agents reported that staging a home greatly decreases, that's reduces, how long that home stays on the market. So... By just those couple of uh, points of information, you can kind of tell, hey, this is an important uh, aspect and to make sure that you, you stage the home properly. So here's an important thing. Get rid of the clutter. We all do it. We all have it. doesn't matter. I mean, I've only met uh, a handful of folks that, you know, move around a lot. Um, that might be, you know, some uh, military-related people. So when they move around a lot, they tend to not have too much. Uh, they want to make it easier for themselves to move around. But those of us, like myself, I've been in my home for 21, 22 years, and I got a lot of clutter. I got a lot of knickknacks. So uh, you want to try and get as much, if not all, of the knickknacks out of the house and the clutter out of the house. That way you can do a thorough job of cleaning the house. So you want to get, um, you know, all the surfaces, you know, not empty, but not as cluttered as it looks. You want to get the closets relatively cleaned out. There may be a lot of extra clothing in there that you haven't worn for two years, we always say around my house. If you haven't touched it or worn it in two years, get rid of it, donate it. Throw it in a bag and 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 take it to a donation house because if you haven't worn it in two years, either it doesn't fit, it's out of style, or you just don't like it anymore. So any of those items though that you do want to hang on to, get them out of the house, box it up, 
and take it someplace. Storage, some friend's garage, but someplace outside of your house. Um, so that way it's not just a stack of, of boxes maybe gathered up in the basement or in the garage or something that uh, that nature. So, And then once you've got all the clutter, the cl- clutter, well, that's a good word. Once you've got all the clutter gone, you want to do a really deep clean. So you want to make the kitchen and the bathrooms sparkle. And be sure to close that toilet lid before anybody comes through the house to look at it. You want to air out the house. And the best way to air out a house is by opening the windows and, and, and doors. Well, you don't, may not want to have the, win- the doors standing open, but opening the windows. Now, here in the Midwest, you know we're just coming out of a deep freeze, kind of a little bit of a colder winter. So, I mean, my daughter just started opening up the windows the past couple of days. And I tell you what, it really does make the house smell a lot fresher. So you want to be careful about you know putting air fresheners or scented candles out. Because you don't know the folks that are walking through the house. They may have certain allergies and you don't want them uh, sneezing as they're walking through the house because that's, that's going to turn them off. So, And then make sure you wash everything. If you have pets, for those pet owners, wash everything that your pets may have touched. Again, certain people may be allergic to you know, dander and other things related to, to the pets. So, and not really too many people are going to be attracted to, to pet odor. So consider hiring a pro. You know, there's an idea. Those deep cleaning uh, efforts just may not be up your alley. And the pros, they do it all the time. And they're going to make sure that they do, you know, a thorough and complete job for you. So, and don't forget, shop those guys out. Um, you're welcome to give me a call. And I'll see if I can uh, refer to you a, a couple of folks as well, depending on where you live. Now I'm in the uh, greater Chicagoland area. So now we get into, you know, the brightness of the house. Now, buyers are going to like to see really nice, bright, well-lit rooms. And, uh, you know, that plays hand in hand with the staging. So open the blinds, open the curtains. Um, you want to get all that opened up before a showing comes through. Uh, make sure your light fixtures look good. If your lampshades uh, lamp are a bit dingy or your fixtures might be da- dated, you might want to take a peek at uh, seeing what it would cost to swap those out. So, And, and when you look at if there's something that you're going to consider doing, you might want to take a look at the different kinds of um, light fixtures that are out there. Some are just bright. Some actually have some temperature that they put off. I know that we've got some in our bathrooms that um, are halogen and they burn a little warm. So for the bathrooms, you were okay with that. Um, the overhead lighting, you want to you want to make sure that you're you know create a an inviting atmosphere. You know with either lamps, wall sconces, the lights themselves. You don't want them overly overly bright. So. And the next point that we need to cover is, as this is going to be, you know, what, well, what rooms do I concentrate on? Well, you know, what's the first room that somebody walks into the house? You know, that, that might be the first room you might want to consider. So if you can't afford doing the entire house, then maybe attack the living room first. And then, you know, from there, you might want to attack the master bedroom. 
So those are two rooms that these buyers are going to see themselves spending the most time in. The living room, which could be the family room as well, depending on how many rooms you have in the house. And then the master bedroom, because obviously that's where they're going to be sleeping all the time. And then the next room that you want to concentrate on is the kitchen. You want to make that kitchen as appealing as possible. Clear out those cupboards, make them not barren, but just, you know, with as much dishes and plates and servingware as possible so that way it looks neat, tidy, organized, but not overwhelming. And then after the kitchen, start taking a look at some of those extra bedrooms, but don't go over the top with the bedrooms. So now the furniture, you know, again, most of us, as far as knickknacks are concerned, we happen to collect Uh, We always like to have enough furniture for our guests, especially if you've lived in the home for a period of time and you happen to entertain. So you might want to cut your furniture in in half. Um, Could be difficult to to do. It's hard to kind of let go of some of that stuff. But again, you could always move it to a storage facility, uh, a neighbor's garage, as long as it's uh, covered. Um, But less furniture, as they say, less is more. Less furniture is going to make the rooms look bigger. They're going to look more appealing to most buyers um, with the less furniture that that you have in it. So as the seller, guys, sellers, you need to to start thinking like a buyer. If you're listing your house for sale, then chances are you're also out there looking to buy. So put your buyer's hat on when you're walking through your house. And think about what those buyers might be thinking about your house when you walk through your own home. So, you know, um, you got to detach yourself from your own home and look at it like it's a product, not your home that you've been living in for some period of time. And you want to make it, uh, you know, an appealing space so that way you get the maximum buyer appeal uh, for the efforts that you're putting into it. So if your furniture doesn't look showroom ready, then get it out of there. Rent something nicer for a couple of months. Again, if you price the the home correctly and you've got some nice furnishings in there and the home presents well, then you may not have to have that rented furniture for very long. Um, Again, put your furniture in storage or sell it or donate it if you're not going to take it with you. Um, You know, there's always, uh, always options. So, yeah. Now, the furniture that you do have or that you end up renting, you want to make sure that it's not too much. So, um, position the couches and chairs and tables away from the walls. That's a great suggestion. Um, The design is called floating the furniture. Anchor the space with an area rug. So, you want to put an area rug in the middle of the room. And kind of place your furnishings around that uh, that that rug. Even if you have wall-to-wall carpet, uh, this will tend to create a, a cozy, intimate space. You know, ideal for chatting with friends and family. Uh, I find if I'm sitting too far away from someone, I just I either I can't hear them or I don't feel as though they can hear me. So when it's close and cozy, and you create that atmosphere, then um, the buyers are going to feel that and sense that. So, you know, that's, that's pretty much on the inside, but let's not forget about the outside. So you got to pay attention to that curb appeal. 
You know, I've had a couple of people tell me, you know, hey, look outside and what's going to make my house one where a buyer is going to want to get out of the car to walk in. I mean, you can dress up the inside of the house as much as you want, but if you don't have that curb appeal, you could end up with some potential buyers who don't even want to come in. So here's a, uh, some bullet points, some list of things that you might want to consider as you're doing, you know, your cleanup, you know, for staging the home. So power wash the house and the walkways. So here in the Midwest, we get a lot of, a lot of snow and salt and dirt and grime. So clean all those walkways off. Make them look uh, nice. Make them look appealing. Clean the windows. Take the screens off or the storm windows off. Make those windows nice and clean so they're a pleasure to look through and not uh, all dirty and caked up and with cobwebs and ugh. Um, make sure your house number is easy to read. I can't tell you how many neighborhoods I've, I've driven through trying to find a house. I pull up to the house and I end up not knowing if it's the right address because there's no address on the house. Now, certain villages out there here in the uh, Western suburbs of Chicago, those villages require a street address be placed, but there's some unincorporated areas where there's no requirement and the people really don't care. So you want to make sure that your house number is easy to read from the street. Mow the lawn. Oh, God. Yeah, keep that lawn trimmed and looking nice. What better way to make your house look appealing than by making sure the the lawn is mowed? And then trim any overgrown greenery. So those planter boxes, uh, hedges, you know, make them look clean and neat. If you can't do it yourself, there's plenty of gardeners out there and uh, uh, lawn services out there that can do that for you. And it's not a weekly thing, you know, trimming, uh, trimming greenery and dealing with your flowers in the, in the planter box. That's not something that you have to worry about on a weekly basis. It's just uh, every other week or once a month type of uh, maintenance you have to do. And then put a welcome mat at the front door, potted plants on the front stoop. Make the home warm and welcome. You want to invite these people to come into your home and have them feel good about it. Um, And then if you've got a porch, include some outdoor furniture. Make it so that porch looks like it's an extra sitting or living area those times of the year when, um, you know, you want to be sitting outside. And then, you know, once the house is uh, picture perfect, then just a couple of finishing touches. You know, fresh flowers in a vase, some fresh fruit in the kitchen counter, um, some nice folded towels, clean folded towels in the bathrooms. So, you know, that's what I've got. A few points for you sellers to to follow uh, this segment or this episode here for uh, for our podcast is short this week. Um, we are working on um, interviews, and we've had a lot of uh, interested folks speak up and and say that they'd like to be on. Some folks are real estate related, some folks are not. And uh, it's going to be exciting few couple of weeks coming up. So with that, thank you very much for listening and uh, do us a favor. Look us up on your favorite podcast library. Uh, we're registered with Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And again, the name of our show is the Tie Dash Bow Show, the Tie Bow Show. And I'm your host, Ty Eden. 
And thank you very much for listening. We'll look forward to, uh, to talking to you guys next week. All right? Have a great rest of your week.